Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alondo. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 20, 21, and 22 of Mistborn, The Final Empire. Enjoy! Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of The Cosmere Eats. We are back again with another fun, exciting week. What's everybody drinking tonight? Alondo, you always have something cool. What is it? Oh, what man, what what I'm excited got? about this one. So mm. uh, my wife got me this Glenfiddich whiskey. It's mm. actually finished in, um, I believe it's finished in bourbon barrels. You can't see it because of the, okay, here we go. It's like, and it's purple and red, the whole deal. Okay. Mm, 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 yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. So, so no, no cocktail today. It's just like just some straight up. Oh, nice. Good scotch. Yeah. Well, because you had a cocktail every night, I made one for myself. Uh, nice. Feel a little, it, a little dark and stormy. So. Oh. Uh, mm, the room. Yes. Go. Uh, yeah. Some dark and stormy. Make it happen. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tastes delicious. Um. So a couple of new things that are going on with us. So, uh, if you go to our website, www. The Cosmere Reads, www.thecosmereads.com. Don't forget to put the, the in there. If you just put Cosmere Reads, it doesn't teach you anywhere. It's the Cosmere Reads, the one and only. And you click on a link at the top, it says store. Yeah, we got merch now, guys. We got merch. Hey, We're it's coming. We're adding more to it, but hey, we have merch. So yeah. you want your frosty mugs, your shot glasses, your t shirts, all that good stuff. We got hoodies, all sorts of fun stuff. So go check it out. Oh, I'll definitely be ordering that hoodie and the beanie. That's happening <laughs> yeah. all day. Yeah. And of course, once the Scott's Thanky stuff come out, yeah, we we'll have to get a Scott Stank. Stank shirt. Coming that's out. gonna be like just Alondo drip all day long. Yeah, <laughs> the Scott Stank. Yes, sir. Uh, oh yeah, we'll have to get that. Now I like the beanie because it's just like the Cosmere symbol. Like that's it. And I uh, love it. It's it's, it's simple, it's simple, but it's just like it's, I love clean. Yeah, something's clean. I'm like yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, cool. So yeah, go check out the the, the site. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's on our website. So right there, click store, take you right to the website. Buy stuff if you feel so inclined. Um. Oh, uh, wait, real quick. By the way, I, I already mentioned this to Alan earlier, but last week I wore a French jersey. In the whole episode, I forgot to mention the fact that I wore it in honor of Will being in Paris. Yeah. And completely Will's, forgot. Yeah, Will's still in Paris right now. Uh, yeah, I think we announced still it two Paris. weeks ago yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that he was going to be gone for two weeks. Uh, yeah, he's still in Paris. Uh, the riots are right outside his door. He's causing all sorts of trouble over there, apparently. Man, starting he's riots. rioting, man. Uh, yeah, he's guy. rioting over there. Yeah. So he's trying to stay safe. Uh, I think he comes back tomorrow. His flight comes back tomorrow. Um, and then, uh, so he'll be here next week. Yeah, again, man, uh, miss so. that dude, miss him. Yes, yeah, I think he's having a good time over there. I'm sure he'll have tons of French stories. Um, uh, and hopefully, we can see some French numbers tick up on our uh, on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> he's, out in, he's, he's in our business he's cards, out, exactly. He's out there promoting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good deal, uh-huh. yeah. Um, as far as those numbers, those are all looking great. Uh, all the analytics are looking great. We actually have half over half the United States listening to us, like not the population, but like half of the states. Yeah, so we have yeah, yeah. 26 states and then DC on top of that. So uh, it's about halfway there to getting at least someone from every single state. That's always fun when you can get 
get to that point. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Got it. Got a Got a few here, a few there, a few that are surprising that we don't have listeners from yet though, but Hey, we'll get Look, there. We need all y'all to represent all yeah. states represent, please. Thank yeah. you. Tell you, tell your friends, tell your mom, uh-huh. hide your wife. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> hide your wife, hide your kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's fun and exciting. Um, other announcements no real reads this week uh because normally record on tuesday nights and if you're not american tuesday is a holiday for us uh let you guys know it's our independence day fourth mm-hmm. of july it's when mm-hmm. we celebrate um and, and really we just go to cookouts and and light fireworks he's um, lying. actually go out and all individually go beat up a british person no i lie that. that's, that's <laughs> a lie I'm, I'm real talk i'm sorry I, that was a joke no but uh, yeah anyway we love our brits um we do but, we love y'all but, yeah we love making we love giving you a hard time too but uh, we do we do but yeah so we'll be celebrating uh, we have like a, a neighborhood parade in the morning that our kids like decorate their bikes and they ride through and oh that's what's up nice. yeah so it's a little fun and then like okay. we'll, we'll probably end up going to like a cookout and go to the fireworks tonight i don't know we'll see and by the way i apologize in advance because people are like throwing up like fireworks tonight oh yeah we, neighborhood we do too it's yeah. so if you hear background noise i do mm-hmm. apologize in advance i have no control over it whatsoever so fourth of july weekend there's gonna be mm-hmm. lots of fireworks oh yeah so if you hear a boom in the background I swear I'm not passing gas. Just FYI. All right. <laughs> it's a Scott Stank. That's what it is. Oh, Scott Stank. <laughs> the real Scott Stank. The real Scott Stank. No. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, without further ado, uh, Will, we miss you. This one's for you. Um, mm, and yeah, we'll yes, yes. Right Cheers to Will. You. Yes, all you know, here's to Will. We'll be back next week for the finale of not this book, but this section of the book. <laughs> Part, part three? Yeah, part three. Because uh-huh. um, we're finishing up next week. But this week, we're in chapter 20. Um, yes. And things get a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start with uh, with Vin traveling by, I guess, canal boat, is it? Is it she traveling by? Yeah. Oh, no. no she's carriage. She's carriage. Oh, it's her. Okay, carriage. Got I it. get confused because like they're traveling different chapters, sometimes by canal boat. Next chapter, Kelsey's on the canal boat. Anyway, right. so Vin's... Uh, traveling by carriage uh, from Luthadelf to Feliz. Uh, and, and and now it's starting to feel like, you know, because at the end of every chapter, well, he's in the audio book. At the end yeah. of every chapter, you have like those entries, you know, from mm-hmm. Emo, Emo Lord Ruler, right? Oh, yeah. But then it's like they're starting a chapter right now, and it's them reading entries from his, right? you know, his like Emo his diary, jump. basically. Right. And so it almost sounds like there's like two like yeah. entries like back to back <laughs> exactly but it's like it gives you a heads up it's like hey it's like uh this is like just like random text from it and now it's like you know it's kelsey reading next chapter but right now it's vin reading some stuff from you know the, sure the, the the diary right now so yeah yeah the stuff is this, this has been translated so far yeah yeah exactly now, mm-hmm. it, 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 that gets interesting so next chapter is when they start doing that this one's just uh vin's upset about the scenery because the scenery yeah. is dull and boring. Uh, but, between... she, but she mentioned something about it. Of uh, uh, she's reading. That's in the um, that's in the third chapter we covered tonight. When when I thought Vin was reading from this chapter because I wrote it down that she mm-hmm. she talks about an amorphous 
entity um, at the beginning of the chapter of chapter 20. And it sounds like the golem from wheel of time. No. So that's, that's actually the, the, the Lord rule. So that's not Vin. That's the, that's the insert cause in the book. It's the, insert. Oh, it's in the insert. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And again, yeah, it's, I, it, I, I do apologize it, it, because it isn't a shadow. The, the audio dark... book isn't quite I know. As segmented the way it, it, it probably it, should it be. It isn't. Book, so. It isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dark thing that follows me, the thing that I can't only see, it isn't mm-hmm. really a shadow blackish translucent, but it's shadow like solid outline. Sound like a golem the whole time I was yeah. reading. It, I was like, yeah, it's like it's made of dark fog, a mist, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so Vin's grown tired of the scenery between Luthadel and Feliz. Uh, she's yeah. kind of sick of it, uh, and she gets there to Luthadel, and of course, or. To Feliz. Sorry, she's going to Feliz. Uh, she gets there right. and Lord Venu is there waiting for her. Uh, she steps out of the carriage and she's like, girl, you need to keep the appearances up. Go and curtsy. Like, you know. Like, <laughs> right. Because she's almost kind of like letting it like slide a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah. by the way, the whole time she's like, you know, reminiscing about her her, her boy L. <laughs> she's yeah. thinking about <laughs> Ellen and she's like, he's not like the other boys. That's all I kept thinking the whole time she's talking about him. He's not like the other boys. I'm like, okay, I get it. You, you, you falling. You're smitten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. She has all these internal thoughts about Ellen. Like, like you know, he's he's not like everyone else. He's better. right. And of course, Kelsey told her in the last like they're all the same. Like, don't fall for his his ways. Like, he's just using you. Like, right. It's like no, he can't be. He he has to be the different one. Yeah, and of course. <laughs> put a pin in that topic because that comes up two chapters later mm-hmm. mm, oh we'll yeah get there anyway yeah, yeah. there you go she, she's oh she definitely sprung she's she definitely sprung, sprung. <laughs> <laughs> all day long thank you belted bro <laughs> <laughs> um, yes yeah so she's thinking about her boy and yeah. uh and all the good stuff and then she gets they get to the manor uh and that's when she steps out more of her news like curtsy me child Maintain your appearances when everybody can see us. Like you still have to play the part. Come on. <laughs> right. Right. And of course Finn does it. Um, but she's annoyed by all this. Mm-hmm. And and Kelsier's there. And what they're doing is unloading weapons, which Finn thinks is a little foolish. And Kelsier's like, well, yeah. that's part of our plan. Like, we gotta make it look like we're actually doing stuff. <laughs> but I mean, because the weapons, you're you're buying weapons, there's gotta be an explanation about where these weapons are going. Mm-hmm. And the explanation made perfect sense. I mean, at the time, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why are you putting this out in the open? But it's obvious you're getting weapons. You have to right. kind of give some inclination of where they're going. Right. Because you are you can't just be like, you know, giving the assumption you have a stockpile, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in your back hut, you know, like in the garage or something like that. Oh, right. I just got to, I just got to like, you know, stockpile of weapons. You got to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm like taking these in and flipping them, making a profit. Mm-hmm. I That made perfect right. sense to me. Um, the, the funny thing is all the soldiers that are that are helping them move the weapons onto the canal barges think that Kelsier is just scamming Renault. <laughs> right, <laughs> they, right, they, right. They all get along with it. Like, oh, he's scamming Nelman. This is great. Let's get on yeah. this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, by the um, way, and, and back up just a second. Again, going back to my Scott's thing, because you know I'm into all mm-hmm. these like minutiae details. Sure. When she talks about how the noble people can wash the ash out their clothes, mm-hmm. but everybody else cannot because they don't have the detergents to be able to do that. So right. they're walking around, which explains the scar stank. Because yeah, they can't exactly. get it out their clothes. It's just like stuck in their clothing. Whereas the noble people, they can like get like the special like, you know, Tide Pods. You know, there's like the anti, anti-ash anti pod and they can like wash it all out of their clothes. And it's like, even yeah. though they had like white clothes, 
they can wash it out completely. I was like, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And, and, and this is where Kelsier also announces that we are going to the caves. And Vin goes, we? And just, oh, you're worried about not going to your balls? No, no, no. no, Man. no, no we're not taking you, taking Eden. She is getting into this whole, like, lifestyle, though. Oh, yeah. She She's is. gotten acclimated. So, poor thing. Yeah. And she's so torn because, you know, she, she wants to feel like she's part of the people. But mm-hmm. she knows she has gotten kind of swept up in this whole lifestyle of the aristocracy. And I can see that being like, you know, sure. it's enticing. And she is just so uh, indoctrinated in the, 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 everything that they do, the morals, the sure. edicts, all that stuff. And she's like, it's, it's hard to break away from that. And right. she even talks about that a few times, you know, how she's like, I, I, I'm just so in this, <laughs> This momentum of this exactly. thing, I, I don't know how I can break away. You yeah. Know? So, oh, poor yeah. thing. Poor thing. Yeah. Uh, and she's only like, what, 17? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So, like that. you know, imagine me a 17 year old and you like had like everything <clears throat> you, you knew about how you lived get flipped on its head. Right. And now you're being like taken care of by servants and driven around in, you know, carriages and people are like doting on you and you're going to dances and like you don't smell like the sky anymore i mean mm-hmm. yeah i can see that you would you would get changed up pretty quick so i see yeah. what she's talking about yeah yeah and here's where she learns that they're going he's going with eden and with marsh um mm-hmm. you know Kelsey says i'm taking my brother with me because we're gonna drop him off at some right. place where he's gonna start his infiltration of the ministry right but marsh wants to teach you a few things so then Glad you're here because we're gonna train you on 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 seeking. Yeah, and she's like, "Why?" Because <laughs> like, like, "Well, it's not the least important." Marsh says there's some things I can, te- I can teach you, but yeah, I think it's pretty useless. Um, Kelsey doesn't have much use for it, I guess. He gets, or he's he doesn't think too much of that elementic yeah. ability, but Marsh tends to think that there's there's more to it than Kelsey thinks. And there's uh, that sibling that sibling rivalry thing oh, comes yeah. into play definitely right here. It's like it's like two brothers, like you know, one's like. Uh, what he's doing is not that important. The other one's like, well, he's kind of reckless and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can just see it's just like coming through with this idea of training her. So, right. Um, makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, he's late. Marsh is late and they're sitting there waiting. And while they're waiting, she starts to have inner, this inner dialogue go on again. Like, is Kelsey right? Am I coming to enjoy being an old woman? Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, once her problems have been starvation and beatings, now they were things like extended carriage rides mm-hmm. and companions who arrived late to appointments. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that inner turmoil. I mean, yeah. it's it's almost like somebody coming out the hood and being like, "I'm not hood anymore." And she's yeah. Like, oh, but you know, I got to make sure I I remember that I'm from the streets. You know, and um, I mean, but she's mm-hmm. in a different place now. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she's struggling with that. Um, you know, has she been playing the noble woman be, too much? Yeah, you know, you know. Has she been playing the noble woman too much lately? Is that mm-hmm. right? That's right. I forgot about it. She said that she's like mm-hmm. one. She had like self doubt, right? Like a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then she told herself, "He's forgotten you. He's barely spoken to you during the last three parties. Keep your head on, Vin. It's just another scam, like all the games." Mm-hmm. So she's having this back and forth with her thoughts about Ella, like, like. 
He, does he love me? Does he love me not? Does mm-hmm. he love me? Does he love me not? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I feel like this is like just that teenage. This is this is the stuff teenagers go through. Sure, you know, it's like it's young love, and she doesn't know, and she's thinking to herself, "He's not thinking about me. He was just playing me, like everybody else." Because of course, she kept getting all these people keep ca- coming to her and saying, "Oh, he he's a player. He's a player." You know, yeah. shorty, don't don't even get into that situation. He doesn't care about you. Um, but she feels like there was a connection there and there's more to it. Um, mm-hmm. And she's, you know, just it, it, it's, it's typical young love self-doubt, you know, poor thing. Right. Um, but, you, you know, us us readers are not fooled. We know there's more there. Oh, sure. You know, because we all obviously know a little bit more of the inner dialogue that's going on. Yeah, you know, from the other, the other side of the uh, the other side of the the tracks there. So oh yeah, yeah. And then during this time, speaking of the other side, she starts listening to some of the ska talking. It's flaring yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she can hear them. Is like, oh, it's him. It's definitely him. I saw the scars. The survivor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And she has this like realization. She just said, "That's why the rebellion's not gaining momentum." Kill serious man he's he's gaining like his like whole like legendary status right now right so yeah. how much is it kelsey's ego versus actually in a rebellion and vince starts to I, I think vince started to sow some seeds of of doubt on the whole thing like because some it's not, we'll get to this later but like ham has a whole conversation with that with kelsey about yep. doubting all this because it too. comes I up mean, yeah it comes up so a few the, times yeah it comes up a few times like what's the true motivation is this kelsey's just egotist ego is that mm-hmm. what we're doing? All this is just for one man's ego. Yeah, <laughs> is he that twisted? Or, or, or is there really something behind this? And and Vin starts to question this here. Like, she's yeah, like, yeah. So he's doing all this for clout, <laughs> just for. I for mean, and, and it's understandable. I mean, because the stuff he's been doing. I mean, we talk about taking out some of these noble people. It's it's pretty amazing stuff. I mean, he's going sure. into places and just like slaughtering folks, mm-hmm. and like you know, robbing them for all the goods. And this is something that, you know, you, you, you can't imagine a ska doing. And he's like this legendary ska now. I mean, we've kept talking about this like week over mm-hmm. week about how he's just built this legendary status. And I'm not surprised that they all think it's like, oh, well, he's he's the man. And right. yeah, you are trying to build a rebellion, but he is the dude that has basically been the 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 seed of inception for this whole you know movement mm-hmm. and it makes sense you know that he would have this legendary status and i'm glad they put that in there that you know that's the kind of talk that would go around because if it was happening in real life right now in the streets that's the way we would be talking about it too you know mm-hmm. so yeah especially since he's the only person who has ever come from basically what is the end all be all death pit right you know of society so i was raised in the darkness yeah it's true (laughs) and we'll get to that a little bit later too you know talking about that whole situation because we get more light on that oh yeah definitely um so yeah the marsh shows up um you know she has some more thoughts about her brother um you know just about and, and thinks about like trust and that's yeah you know, are these really friends you know she's come to like all these people but you know she thinks about the whole crew and she's like yeah they're really mm-hmm. crew. They're like they're like family and this is just so bizarre and she can just hear her brother's voice in her head again you know is that a good enough reason to let them get you killed like that's her brother's voice in her head so right you know, like like 
don't trust anyone. Trust no mm-hmm. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she keeps coming back to that. Yeah, she keeps coming back to it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, so Marsh arrives and, and they start having a little, little, little teaching moment. Um, yeah. I think it's at this point when you realize and she says, uh, they said something like you're 16. He's like, oh, actually, I turned 17 like a few weeks ago. Right, you. right. Because, <laughs> and I think it's, um, uh, 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 oh, shoot. Lord, uh, oh, no. It was, was it the, the young dude who comes at her and tries to, uh, court spook? her. Spook. Yeah, spook. Thank you. Because she's like, he's 15. He's like, well, you're only 16. And she's like, well, actually, I turned 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like last week. Happy birthday to me, by the way. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah. What's his name? His, it's like Lo, Lo, Lo... Uh, Lester Bornis. Lester Bornis, I, which is a great name, by the way. I gotta Spook. Make sure I... <laughs> Spook is too easy, but Lester Bornis is a badass name. Real yeah, talk. Okay. I love Lester Bornis. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, they go, Marsh and meet, uh, I guess, on the balcony, and they start talking about you know, lots of misborns and neglect bronze because they like, why do I need to use bronze? Uh, right. And, and Marsh is trying to make the mistake that's a mistake that misborns are making because it's such I a I mean, and, and kind of dismissing bronze and copper a little bit. <laughs> right. Um, but I love that his explanation of it was so great because mm-hmm. it would it really makes these internal um, capabilities make so much more sense and it shows how much right. more depth and, uh, um, the more things you can accomplish with those things mm-hmm. than the stuff that's like more external, you know, like being able to like, you know, manipulate, you know, the way you move based on right. like steel or using tin. people's emotions or yeah, using, I mean, yeah. or enhancing your, your yeah, tin, right. enhancing your senses yeah, but, or but making you strong things which yeah. get, are getting overlooked. He's like, Oh, you, you really need to pay attention to this. And he really does a great job. Job again, Brandon Sanderson, Breaking mm-hmm. it down really, really well. Sure. About yeah. it's like he's a, it's a demarcation, and he's like, okay, well, this stuff is up here, mm-hmm. and this stuff is down here, but it doesn't mean it's less than. It just right. means internal. But right. when you start thinking about internal and how you can actually use that to manipulate your environment, right. and it made so much sense to me. I was like, yes, that's the stuff you have to be quietly afraid of, because you don't know. I mean, you know, he gives very, you know specific instances about how you can really cause some damage and i love mm-hmm. that so yeah and and, and trying to push back says, uh, but but don't other mistborns know to burn copper so like what bronzes be useless because they burn copper and i won't be able to use bronze right um and he says gosh says, i see you're already thinking like them he says you know a lot of times they don't even burn copper you know because they get so used to not burning it he says and not everyone's a mistborn girl they're they're rare like mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. people are just missing it's like they can't just burn copper everywhere yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll just comment whenever every fantasy series and someone brings up a power that is dismissed a power like bronze and copper. I always assume it's a super secret power. Yeah, super secret useful. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the way I felt about it too yeah. when I was listening to it. I was like, because I I will admit when I first learned what all the metals do, I was dismissive. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. great whatever yeah i mean because you you go for the flash obviously. so this one can make me fly and throw cool objects like lightning fast and shoot people <laughs> yep. down and yep. this one can like make me super strong like the hulk okay right. oh i can manipulate you and make you things. i can make you start a riot or i can yeah. make you come along with my cause yeah I mean, and then you have so this one easy to i can the other sense other people yeah yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> right. You're like, oh, okay, great. I can like, you know, sense that you're like burning stuff. Okay, good, good call, I guess. But really, it, it can be extremely powerful. And I'm so glad it was explained yeah, it, this it, early on. And Marsh explains this. She says, you know, well, wouldn't it be good to know before you walk into the room that the person behind the door is either like gonna be a thug or a coin shot? Like you're prepared to walk through, like you yep. know what capabilities mm-hmm. he has. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if you're walking through the door and you know they're thugs, you know they're Peter guys that are going to be big and tough and going to fight fists versus mm-hmm. a coin shot, which is going to throw metal at you. You right. can prepare before opening that door exactly what you're going to be ready to do. Yep. And so it's like, okay, that makes sense. And she goes, mm-hmm. and she says, all right, so let's try something. All right, I'm going to start burning, you know, and you turn on your broads and see if you can. She's like, I feel too. She's like, oh, you've done this before. She goes, no. She goes, no. She goes, she goes interesting like, mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i yep. feel kelsier you know one's pushing one's pulling you know it's like okay good and right. she, pick, she picks out which you know she says, you can't figure out which ones they are she picks out two different sources and she's like he's like that's already a good one and it's like now can you tell the difference she's like no i can't tell the difference and she's like yeah eventually you can tell length differences between the pulses and like that will tell you what different types yeah i think on. yeah i felt like she said something about being being able to feel like how much was like one was like a little bit more powerful than the other. Yeah, one something. was pushing, one was pulling. She felt that much. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Pushing, pulling. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she could identify it was one of those sets of metals and one of those, but not down to the individual metal. He's, he said it took him six months to figure that out, but you can figure out exactly what right, someone right. else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty cool. I mean, to know, whether, cool. to know whether someone's riding or soothing you. Like, yeah. Because you can just turn on your bronze and then, and if you know what to look for, right. you, can, you can sense all those things. Again, a lot more powerful than you think it is initially. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, great power to have. So, yeah. Yeah. So it tries to do all that. And then, of course, uh, Finn tries to turn, flip the script a little bit, decides to try to yeah. soothe Marsh to get him to open up. Yeah. Which, which works initially, which by works the way. For a while. For a while, for a while yeah. This, this guy is pretty stoic. Mm-hmm. And he don't say much, and all of a sudden he started becoming like a a, a water hose turned on. Yeah, <laughs> he's sharing all the information. And finally, he's like, "Are you? Are you?" Are you <laughs> and he's finally like, "Wait a minute! Wait are a you minute!" Me? And she's like, "Yes." And he's like, "He's Stop like, did it. you get me drunk?" <laughs> Stop it right now. He doesn't. So he, does, she, he does it too. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, she, and and she's like, "Yeah, I did. I did." Yeah. You know. And then he was like. This is the second time you did that to me. And I was like, wait, what? Second? Yeah. And then, sure enough, just like the reader, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I forgot you were in the shop earlier. <laughs> and, yeah. and we we met earlier. And I was like, oh, that's right. They did yeah. meet mm-hmm. earlier in the book. Completely forgot about right. that. Which, great callback, by the way. Yeah. Well written. Good uh-huh. call on that. So, yeah. And, yeah, and and stuff. you know she asks you know about Kelsey and his relationship and it, it, you know you know did you hate Kelsey or no I never hated him you know there's a lot mm. but you could sense there's a little bit of pain there and mm-hmm. it gets back to that late in this chapter yeah and they start opening up a little about just uh, life in general I mean she talks yeah. about um, her brother in mm-hmm. this scene uh, and you know why she trusted her brother so much it wasn't that she trusted you know her brother beat her and everything like that but her brother also saved her from her mother. Who had killed her younger sister? Younger sister, like left her mm-hmm. younger sister sitting at her feet and was holding pierced, her, pierced her ear, and yeah. said, "You're going in dabbling. You're going to be a queen. You're going to be a queen." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, that's yep. new." So yeah, yeah Reen, Reen took her and uh, ran away with her from her crazy mother. So, yeah. yeah, 
And by the way, I, I can't remember if it happens in this chapter later or not, but she's like hates him. She admits mm-hmm. it like openly. She's like, I hate him. Yeah, no, this, this, this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but she's like, I, I hate him. And I was like, yeah, I would. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gave her great information and skills and what have you to live by. But yeah, she yeah. does not love this dude at all. She's mm-hmm. like, no, nah. I was like, yeah, I hate, I hate my brother. But yeah, this he, guy he hasn't said, been like the best. He, yeah, he's not a loving influence in her life. And so she's like, I no. really don't care for him like that, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Marsh is just listening kind of quiet. And this is when, you know, he starts talking about, you know, uh, her brother, you know, Kelsey as a brother. Yeah. And, Mar- and Marsh is like, you know, he just wishes that he wouldn't treat people like playthings. Yeah. And he says, I know I've killed obligators and murdering men because they said, but murdering men because they're noble. Marsh yeah. like stops. He goes, it's not all. It's not. And that's not all. He likes people to fawn over him. Yeah, and that's when it's like, do I detect jealousy in his voice? Like, but the thing the is, young- though, Marsh is saying things that I have been saying about Kelsey here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's too reckless. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what his like. I don't know if he's like completely aligned with the mission or if it's just like personal interest. Well, I, I don't know, and I'm trying to make sure I understand, you know, whether this is like all like altruistic or which I really right now I'm still on the sure. fence about how altruistic, you know, Kelsier is. Everything sure. that Marsh says right now is like is it's like pulling from like my mind gasm. I'm like, yeah, he he's on the same page as me right now. So, um. Yeah, I, I I get where Marsh is coming from. Mm-hmm. Completely get where Marsh is coming from. And she detects jealousy then because she starts talking about, you know, the pits changed him and when her death and she paused. He paused. Of course, now, yeah, now. And that pause out. was like, yeah. he was like, oh, Marsh had a thing for her too. Yes. Okay, that's Ooh. it. That's it. That's the shoe that drops. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense all this time because it's like you don't realize how many times he's been talking about Mare and then right now yeah shoe drop moment it's like oh you were really into this lady Mm -hmm. she did not choose you and now she aligned with your brother and she got killed the perfect comment Kelsier is very altruistic to Kelsier. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. I I can't deny that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he he definitely has right now. He's got uh, one lord he follows, Lord Kelsier. That's who that's who Kelsier follows. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, she even asked him about like you know like he's gonna end up getting us all killed, right, or something like. Or no, that's what Marsh says. You know, right, Um, right. He's trying to do something good, but he's probably gonna get himself killed during it. And then Vin's like, why do you go along with it if you think it's going to fail? And he goes, because he's going to get me in the ministry. And that alone can help me further the rebellion for centuries more than you know, anything else. So, And that part, I mean, it, of course, it doesn't really get fleshed out a yeah. lot. But I'm really curious about that. He's like, okay, you're going to get me in the door. And then for centuries later, which makes it sound like the re- he's expecting the rebellion to fail. Mm-hmm. And that for some reason he's going to be entrenched and the ministry, be able to affect yeah. things for a while for for centuries. Century? I'm like I, I don't yeah I don't get that. Uh, I know it's not for me to get right now, but I'm curious as to how that works out. So mm-hmm. wait and see. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah, so right now he's playing one of his parts as Renu's distant relative, uh, the man that has to leave before someone connects him as the survivor. Yeah. Uh, when Kel gets back, he'll keep a low profile. Um, and mm-hmm. think of that day pretty much in their conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's, he just says, practice what I t- taught you. Get better right. at it. Right. And they say their farewells and head up. Yeah. And I, I'm... It's good that other people are also noticing noticing that Kel is he's out there, man. He is not like keeping it low profile at all. Mm-mm. This guy is out in the streets and is getting noticed by everybody. How cavalier! Again, I know I have said this word seven thousand times on this podcast. He is so cavalier and out there and like not hiding his presence in any way, shape, or form. And it's causing concern, you know, that he's just, he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when it comes to the ska, that's a great thing that he's all over the place. Because it's like it brings a lot of uh, attention to this legendary figure that they can align behind. But when it right. comes to his enemies, I mean, that, that's that got to be dangerous. So I mm-hmm. keep waiting for, I mean, these people have... And I know I'm I'm doing a bunch of conjecture right now, oh, sure. um, but I feel like this is setting up all his his enemies with the capability to identify where he's going to be at, plan accordingly, and take him out because mm-hmm. he is not being secretive with anything he's doing. I'm like, you know, just just be a little bit more subversive with what you're doing. But he's just like out in the open, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's just super dangerous. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Is there anything from this that we missed, or anything that? Uh, let me look at my notes. Make sure I didn't miss anything. So, yeah, by the way, uh, so in this chapter, I yeah, I remember I, the mayor's sacrifice was brutal. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. Her saying that she actually, her giving the impression that she had two mm-hmm. of uh, of those uh, ATM beads. ATM. Uh, no, but what's the actual thing called? The core? Uh There's a specific name they uh, use for them. I cannot remember. Yeah. But anyway, um, but this she had two. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't have a second one. And then she got beat to death in front of him. And I was like, oh, no, that's 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 brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a throwaway yeah. line in the book, but really brutal to think about. And it makes all the sense why he's just so jaded. About everything. There's, there's a good question. Is Kelsier actually selfish, or does he not just give a shit about other people's if people understand his plans? It's definitely what you're saying, Thatcher. I mean, real talk. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely what you're saying. He's he's he is in um I don't give a fucksville is where he's <laughs> at right now, which is unfortunate um for the people who have aligned with him mm-hmm. because Again, he continues to just do whatever he wants to do, regardless of the impact of everybody else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, by the way, uh, the other thing that I, when I read this chapter, or maybe, am I getting ahead of myself? Because I feel like I was going to talk about them going down in the caves. That's the next like, chapter. Okay. I wrote it down in my notes for chapter 21. Oh, we're on chapter 21. I'm to start that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Chapter 20. Yeah. Oh, oh, 20. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, okay, and I wrote in a note that uh, Kel's here's uh, theme song should be uh, Destiny's uh, 
a Destiny Child, a survivor. I'm a I'm survivor. A survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote that note down. And uh, <laughs> nice. uh, and I wrote down the fact, of course, Marsh is very distrustful of Kels here. Yeah. Um, no surprise there. Everybody's distrustful of Kels here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And oh, oh, the other thing I picked up on was Kel, uh, Marsh recognizing that Vin was probably burning metals before she even knew yes, how because she was probably picking up metals in like silverware and stuff right. like that. And right. I was like, that's pretty freaking cool. So even though she didn't know that what she, she was, was doing, gonna... and he mm-hmm. and he made it clear, he's like, oh yeah, there's a reason why you survived the stuff you've been through. You've been burning metals, metals. to get through situations and you didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Because mm-hmm. I mean, and it's been proven, I mean, even us right. as individuals, every time you eat off of a fork or something, a little bit of the metal comes off. Yeah. yeah. yeah when and you iron eat, from meats, you get you know, you get all sorts of different trace metals. Bingo. Yeah, trace metals. Water. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so those trace metals, if you think about it in this world, mm-hmm. it would actually, if you were able to burn that little bit of like copper, tin, bronze, right. whatever is in the silverware, comes off of the plates. Anybody right. who's gotten a plate and it has that, that metal, like the little metal around, ring yeah. on it, it's like a little adornment kind of thing, and sure. then it like wears that over time. That metal had to go somewhere, right? Yeah. Part of it's in your body, and it makes perfect sense. Anyway, I just yeah. love that that line too. A little, so. little tidbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yep. So we start chapter twenty one with another yeah. quote from the book or from the mm-hmm. journal, the hero, the book of, of the age, emo. Yeah, the hero of ages shall not be a man, but a force. No nation may claim him. No woman shall keep him. No king may slay him. He shall belong to none, not even himself. Yeah. Kelsier sat quietly reading Alamic now. Um, so and now we go into a, another excerpt that Kelsier's reading. This is what you were talking about. Yes. And this one's about, um, you know, him talking about Rashik, uh, his terrorist man, who's watching him from behind. He doesn't trust him at all, but it's his Pac-Man that's kind of carrying everything for him, but always looking at his back with jealous, mocking, hating. And I, at the end, I wonder if my arrogance will destroy us all. Um, you know, as Kelsier read and Kelsier lowers the book and, you know, and he's in there like, how can this be the Lord ruler? Like, this is not the guy that like we all hate. Like he seems so human. And like the person that we know to be the Lord ruler is just so evil. Like this seems like, yeah. yeah. And Rashik, of course, this is like the, not the first time we've heard that name because right. I had written it down um, chapters ago. Right. And I'm like, you know, I, of course, I got the whole Rashik question mark thing. I'm like, who's Rashik? Yeah. And I'm like, it just comes up too often. This is going to be a somebody major. Don't okay. know who yet. And every time I read, every time I hear anything from this book, all I think of is the, uh, you know, from this, the, the uh, South Park kids, the emo mm-hmm. kids, it's got the hair. Oh, yeah. like this. He keeps doing this thing just over and over again. He's like, yo, so I'm like, like feeling like kind of down today. And, uh, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. He's like, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's all I think about every time I, I, I listen to this. But um, whoever is writing this, we know it's the Lord Ruler. I mean, I'm, I'm I feel sure. confident about this. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a lot more torn, and so I'm like, I, the thing I said earlier was I was like, I feel like somebody was starting to write this, these passages, mm-hmm. and then they're talking about the Lord Ruler, and then the Lord Ruler gets involved in writing some of the passages because some of them mm-hmm. are kind of written from the Lord ruler's perspective. He's like, mm-hmm. I've got to do this thing so that way I can save the, the world. world. Right. And then other times it's like, I got to make sure 
you know, I keep this dude in check. And I'm like, I mean, it almost sounds like like the Lord Ruler with bipolar disorder, to be okay. dead honest with you. So that's where I'm getting at right now. Interesting. But I know okay. it's probably not right because it doesn't sound right, only because the way the the, the names are written out, I'm like, okay. it, it, that's not aligning. But anyway, yeah, that's well, my theory right now. Rafo, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'll definitely rap everything. Yeah. Let's just assume everything's got a subtext of Rafo, exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah. Kelsier, uh, you know, he thinks that the Lord Ruler was less of a man, more a creature, an evil force to be destroyed. And reading these, his logbook just it makes me question everything. You know, the man seemed to have depth and character, and he's like, Yeah, man, this mm-hmm. is not the person I've grown up knowing and hating. Like, right. it's just it's eerie to him, yeah. Um you know, uh, and 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 still the Lord Ruler's story reminded Kelsier of the legends he had heard. Stories whispered by Ska, discussed by nobles, and memorized by keepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that claimed that before the Simpson, the Lord Ruler was one of the greatest of men. Beloved leader and man entrusted to the fate of all mankind. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Kelsier knew how the story ended. The yeah. final empire. Um, so. Was it a thousand yeah. years? I mean, this person's like immortal. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I mean, over a thousand years, I mean, how would you change over a thousand years? Right. So, yeah. that's, you know, who knows? Who knows? So, I'm yeah. waiting to find out. I'm waiting, waiting to find, find out. out. Yep. Yeah. So they they they're traveling along the the the, can, the canal, and finally they pull up to where they are supposed to go, and they and they get off, and um, you know, I guess Kelsier does his little coin thing to like signify that like, hey, we're here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah um yeah um and, and they come out lord kelsier you know and take them back to where the caves are so yeah mm-hmm. mm, getting so, down these caves Oof. yeah have you ever been spelunking spelunking dude so <laughs> if i can go ahead and do my little my little side comments here tangent away <laughs> i suffer from claustrophobia i oh, got terrible like i got stuck in a in a in an elevator in panama with my wife in the dark it like turned off luckily i had my my um watch on me it was the only thing to call my my phone didn't work we were to call 911 and get saved thank goodness however every time i was reading this thing and i was like and they were talking about the 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 orifice mm-hmm. they had to go through which is basically just big enough for like a, a large man to go through mm-hmm. all i could think about was this guy and i read this story uh his name was a uh, john edward jones okay and so he was in utah and it's called the nutty putty cave i believe it is okay he went down this cave went down the wrong turn turn yeah got stuck mm-hmm. they tried to extract him and i'm talking about they like broke bones trying, trying to extract to him, him. Eventually, they were like, "No, there's nothing we can do." Yeah, they basically stayed with him until he died, and then they just like cemented the whole thing over. Yeah, I'm like, this is this is like my worst, 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 <laughs> worst, worst nightmare, <laughs> and I'm like having like PTSD, even though I was not even in the situation. I'm like, no, I cannot. We're talking about thousands of people mm-hmm. going down into these caves, but the orifice <laughs> to get down in there is basically small enough to just yeah. fit like one person at a time. Nope. Yeah. I've nope. I've done a few I've done a few caving stuff before. Most wow. of them have had pretty large entrances and like uh-huh. not, nothing yeah. where I had to squeeze through. I went do I oh, I, no, I, I yeah. went do that. Uh the most freakiest one I ever went to is a, a cave we found. Oh um, really? 
you know, we found a cave one time um, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sh- sure no one else knows about this cave. And if they Ugh. do, uh, it was one of those things where, um, so we were hiking near the West Virginia, Virginia border uh-huh. um, in the Shenandoah and there was a waterfall off the trail a little bit. And we decided to go swim in the hole, you know, underneath the waterfall and we're just playing around. It's one, one of the people we were with goes to the ledge and hangs on and her feet goes underneath the ledge. Yeah. And we're like, well, it goes back a ways there. So like, we dove down to see how like how far it went. All right. Held our breath. And in about 10 feet, we popped up and it was all pitch black. So then we swam back out, went back to our campsite, took plastic bags or whatever, wrapped flashlights, went back in, and it was this giant underwater entrance cave. Wow. So it was underwater by a uh-huh. waterfall. I don't know yeah. how to get there. I won't tell anybody else how to get there because it's super dangerous to ever go into a cave that has a water yes. entrance. Yes. Um and we freaked out after about five minutes. We were just in the opening room. We didn't go back into the cave at all because we just got, it was a giant open room. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like the first part we went into, it was really big yeah. in the cavern. And we didn't go further back in because we started freaking out about the fact that it was an underwater entrance. And we all knew most of us were experienced hikers enough to know that that's extremely dangerous. Yes. Um, because absolutely. if there's even the slightest bit of rain and it starts to flood, what, what was a 10 feet? swim in can now become a half a mile swim out and you ain't getting out of there um, that's the reason why kids kids if you listen to this do not try this do at not home try this at home do uh, not, yeah don't it, look it, don't be like that, that thailand soccer team uh-uh yeah mm-hmm. what underwater entrances yeah it can be like it can't it doesn't have to rain the area if it's just somewhere upstream it rains it can it, flood the entrance to the point where it like that's why goes just to getting ready to say like it could and, be like rain like a state away <laughs> but, in some yeah. instances enough water will actually rush down and flood places that you don't, don't even know. realize. Yeah. yeah. Do not play with that stuff. So yeah. Cause be one careful. inch of water rise could be miles underwater uh, under in cave systems. Of oh, shoot. So, yes. so yeah. Um, freaked out and we went right back out. Cause we're mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. not safe. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I know how to get back there, but I, yeah, good I'll call on your part. <laughs> yeah. you, you leave we immediately. Like, like originally we we're like, let's go explore it. And then I started thinking, I was like, no, this is a really bad idea, guys. Let's nope. get out of here. Like, nope. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I've heard stories. Like, no, no let's get out. Uh, so, yeah, it, yeah. And those so stories I'm pretty are, sure there's a lot of no, those stories out there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those type of caves where no people have actually ever explored because it is an underwater entrance. I mean, there might be other you ways to get into that cave. Oh, yeah, I don't sure. know. We didn't, we didn't. Mm-hmm stay long enough but right freaky so yeah i've done a little mm-hmm. bit of spelunking in my days uh that's the freakiest one uh it, yep but um um but yeah and i don't do the super super tight space stuff uh, but i'll do oh, like no. more open no. like there's a uh, the cascades which are out by roanoke virginia yes um, they, they, that's you know you do caving there and there's a little crawling but no like on your belly squeezing through right stuff. right so yeah, or like anyway. this, the guy I'm talking about, where it's like he's like going and having like twist his body to get yeah, through no, that did, and not stuff, <laughs> and he like had to twist his body at a 70 degree angle to get through a particular orifice. I'm like, mm-hmm. at that yep. point in time, if you have to number one, if you're like on your like belly mm-hmm. going through something, I'm already like, nope, uh, I'm not gonna do it. But the fact you have to twist through it, I'm like, how do you get back out of it? Because yeah. you know, I mean, going in one way. I mean, the human body like twists one way from the torso is different than trying to go back sure. out. It's mm-hmm. twist a different way. Yeah. And maybe the torso is not able to get through that, which is yeah. unfortunate what happened to this guy. So Right. Yep. Yeah. So then we get to meet young. Glad we gave everybody nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. What's, go what's, ahead, what's the horror movie? 
the 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 descent yeah the descent yeah, yes, yeah like the under, underground uh creatures living great games. movie that movie was so much better than everybody thought it was going to be oh, yeah that's great go ahead Sorry. so we get to meet another french name so we have renaud now and now we have demu so Ooh, by the way because of course i'm listening to the audiobook the whole time listening to this i was like is he terrorist i'm like because the way that the accent is read yeah it counts it because it, renault renault sounds like a nobleman yeah uh what's his name lenu this guy uh, demu demu sorry thank you it's both, it was both, really both Renault and, and both Renault and Demu in with X's. It's the French spelling of right. The names. Uh, but yeah. he sounded <laughs> the way that you know the person reading the audiobook did the in, inflection of his accent. I was like, it, it sounded like almost like terrorist. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, kind of wondering, is there like something going on there? I didn't want to read any more into it than that since there wasn't any more like really like any clues or anything, but I wrote it down just in case if mm-hmm. it comes back up later. So, yeah. Yeah. And Kelsey is surprised that he's captain, captain, the young man, you know, mm-hmm. must, yeah. It's be so disciplined to be, you know, barely in his early twenties. He's already captain. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and Kelsey thinks, well, younger men have led men in battles before. So whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, look yep. at, look at then she's only 16. Um, already a match for Marsh. And seriousness. <laughs> yeah, but she also has capabilities beyond capabilities, too. Sure. Yeah. So they go through, like, this super roundabout passage, like, through the forest, and they eventually get to the cave entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, they squeeze through and um, and get in um, and uh, go through. And it reminds Kelsey of the pits because yeah. it's a lot like the cracks that they would go into. Right. Um, but, you know. It's just, but at the same time, this looks like a good, you know, good for protection. It'll be tough for anyone to try to find them and root them out. Right. It looks like a pretty extensive cave system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And um, they're, they, they, I feel like there's a little bit of complacency here. Like, oh, well, if this army came and tried to attack us here, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be a problem. And I was like, yeah, an army of people that have, let's just whittle it down to explosive capabilities. Mm hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, they're yeah. going to blow up that daggone crack once they figure out. I right. was like, okay, that's a little complacent. Don't do that. But luckily, you talk about, you know, then later on, Kelsey talks about, you know, we're going to like send up a, you know, couple troops of like 100 people or whatever, just walk through the trees and stuff mm-hmm. to like lay out these like false paths and trails. And I was like, okay, that's a smart move. That way, yeah. if anybody's in the area, there's not like it's like beeline of like ant ant paths coming straight to the freaking like opening or something so yeah and then you learn that everyone that enters the caves can't come back out without express permission oh <laughs> yeah, yeah you're tra- and the kelsey are kind of testing it. i was like what if i wanted to leave and they're like uh uh the answer's no <laughs> right he's like hey 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 my boy uh pop quiz what would you do and he's like well well he's like the answer's no you don't let me out <laughs> that was like okay yeah good call on your part i mean you guys like I mean, but the idea of being underground, no sunlight, no exposure, and you signed up for something, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, you're going to have some people that are going to be a little discontent, which comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess 240 new recruits of it, uh, you know, and Ham's expri- you know, surprised, like, oh, recruits picking up, you know, kind of surprised mm-hmm. by that, you know, and they go down, you know, Yeen's amazed at how big the caverns are. And it's like, this is amazing. No wonder the, you know, I really can't find it down here. I get lost myself. Mm hmm. 
And Ham says, yeah, the complex is completely secure. There's only three entrances and they're all guarded. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and that's where they talk about their system that mm-hmm. they have to let people out, you know, or it's not like one of those things where it's easily done. And, um, and they go down to, you know, the, the larger cavern. Right. Um, where it's kind of like the training hall and everybody's training down there, you know, and doing their, their normal training. And that's when Kilser comes down to give like his little speech about, Hey, I'm here. This is what's going on. Right. Right. I'm still trying to figure out how are they building anything down there? If the opening is only like a wide enough to let a person in, I was like, how are they getting anything in there to build? I mean, cause yeah. they're like, they're sitting at tables and whatever. And I'm like, oh, come on. How are you guys? One board at a time. <laughs> I guess, but I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot to squeeze through a little opening. So, you know, I hope they can, um, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe one of the other openings is bigger than the others. And yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, I'm not aware of that. Um, cause it's not really explicitly said. Yeah. But I'm kind of like thinking to myself, I was like, how's that work? You know? Yeah. Anyway. And, and hand kind of gives him a report says, you know, Hey, they're starting to feel like soldiers down here, you know, mm-hmm. rather than working the mills and fields, but yeah. I don't know how well they'll do an actual battle. And, and, and Kel's like, well, if they do everything right. They shouldn't have to, you know, the pits are only guarded by a couple hundred soldiers, you know, cause the Lord ruler doesn't want to put a lot of people there to draw attention to it. Right, so right. they said, you know, we can just overwhelm them, you know, with 9,000 people, you know, like a big army and they'll just fold. Right. Know? And then once the garrisons move, we retreat and no bloodshed needs to be, be, be you know, had at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ham kind of looks uncertain, so Kelsey presses a little further, and he's like, you realize you're going to get them all slaughtered, right, Kel? <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? It's like, 10,000 men cannot hold Luthadel from the armies. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to be all slaughtered. Yeah. And and, and Kelsey kind of like flipping about it. He's like, I don't think so. I think we'll be good. Yeah, like, he he does not care about the 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 collateral, the fodder. He yeah. is just like and Ham's like I've grown to like my men, and I I yeah. don't want to lead them to the slaughter, like mm-hmm. for your for your cause. And mm-hmm. and Kelsey is really flipping about it, like yeah, whatever, you know. Ju- and that's the co- justify the means. Yep, and that's going to come up in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, yep, because the whole build bill uh, yeah, was bilg. Bilge. Bilge. Yeah, Bilge. Bilge. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the way he is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and of course, Kel's having a few different like flashbacks and everything like that to being down the pits because being down here. And uh, there's a little bit of that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they finally get to, uh, you know, the room and Kel has his plan. Um, anything before that, before we get to, get to, um, his whole thing with Bill, Bill. Um, it was just more about you know the mayor's sacrifice thing comes up. I remember having yeah. that like in there. Yeah. Um, which again, that was just brutal. Uh, just to hear that was just mm-hmm. rough. That was, I, I, I get it. I get how that can shape and alter a man in general to experience that. Um, yeah, that sacrifice. I mean, I, I, that's rough. That is yeah. extremely rough. Uh, and, the and, person that you love and sacrificing themselves for you. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine what that you know what that would do to a person. You know, right? And, and they do get the conversation of the difference between Nolman and Ska here as well. Yes, like, they had yeah. a good conversation about mm-hmm. like you know like it's not just culture. Like there used to be a height difference. I mean, I know it's been a lot of interbreed. It's not as big of a thing anymore, but. 
Right. And Kel's kind of like shrugs it all off. And he's like, and he says, what about Allomancy? And Kel's here frowns. He goes, oh, I got a point there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, because yeah, it comes through like the generational, you know, it's like a because they're talking, they're talking about the, the the birth rates, yeah, and stuff like that. Like that, mm-hmm. uh, Nomen don't don't breed as much. Is it intentional? Mm-hmm. Because you know, there always be enough scott to take care of the Nomen, or you know, be able to serve the Nomen, and that is that is that why? You know, I've seen scott women that have twelve kids, you know, and it's rare you'll see an Nomen with more than two, you know. Yeah. And that's going to come up later in the next chapter. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and and Kelsey finally does says, you know, no, it's not right. Uh, it's hard to see, mm-hmm. um, but uh, there's something very seriously wrong with with the way Scott live. You have to believe that, right? And and Ham agrees to that. Mm-hmm. And then we go down into the main hall where um, where we have the speech and where Kelsier says, "Hey, pick out someone that you know you think might be a dissenter." Right. And he's like, "We well, got yeah, this guy. He's not oh, too scrawny." He's like, "Well, that guy over there." He's like. Perfect. He goes, that dude's right. huge. <laughs> like, yeah, he picks a like, scrawny guy. He was um, like, nah, 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 I need nah, someone nah. to be a challenge. Yeah. Then he picks out Bilg, and I'm like, uh, and starts riding Bilg, you know, as he's talking. And, and yeah. the whole time, I mean, it was like the easiest telegraphed freaking play. I was like, I knew exactly what Kelsey was about to do. Yeah. And then you know, we go back to our boy, uh, Mr. French. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna call him yeah. Mr. French second here and he was like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and um he's gonna be my emissary in this like uh or representation in this fight yeah. i was like okay so what's the trick he's gonna use his alan mancy obviously to manipulate the fight and i was right. like that's uh i was like at to what end it is it because that means the fight's not legit and I'm like, okay. hey, the first rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, right? yeah that's so. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Second Man. rule is we do not talk about Fight Club. Uh, yeah. So he, but the thing is though, he also purposely riled this dude up using yeah. Alamancy. So he used Alamancy to rile him up to mm-hmm. get into a confrontation. Then picks an emissary to be in this like fight or a representation or proxy, I guess is a better term, a proxy to use in this combat. Um, this is basically game of Thrones. Like, you know, we're talking about like, oh, yeah. some, you know, just like, you know, somebody choosing, you know, somebody be like, oh, I want to choose my, my man from Dorne to represent yeah. me. <laughs> and, and then they get into this fight. My man gets his like arm broken, mm-hmm. you know, he's bleeding and what have you. All of this manipulation comes from Kel. Kel yeah, is yeah. like, you know, manipulating. I mean, and at some point in time, he has him fling his sword back because, you know, that's the way he's actually using, I think it was iron or right. steel, whichever yeah. one it With was. A push or pull, yeah. Yeah, to push him back. And then my man's like holding his hand to make it look like he's the one that did it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, but now you're giving this false impression like he actually has Alamancy, which obviously right. he does not. No. And the whole thing, I'm like, to what end? And at and the then- end of this fight, the false impression is that oh you can transfer your powers over to someone else i'm like no that's not what happened I'm yeah like, oh, you have like well, set even, these people even, up for failure. even worse when bill was down on the ground on his back and Demi was above him like kelser tried to push the blade in you're right because he was trying to kill, to kill him Bill. yeah and 
the guy and, uh, refused. And yeah, he refused. Kelsey's and like, I was like, and I was like, thank you that he refused. I was like, you don't kill Kelsey your just own. Being psychopathic. It's like, already bad up. enough. You broke his arm, and he's yeah. bleeding all over the place. But I mean, and by the way, I think I said exposed bone, unless I remember incorrectly. And I'm like, and then you're ready to kill him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, dude, are we serious right now? Are we serious? <laughs> yeah. How? Why? Yeah. Uh, Dulce, right. Kelsey thinks says, no, this is enough. And you know, releases to me as well. Eventually. Eventually. And then that's when Kelsey stands in front of it's like, Do you think uh, I will send you against the Lord Ruler unprepared? Do you think it'll be simple to send you off to die? You fight for uh, you fight for what is just men, you fight for me. Um, yeah. Anyway. And this is where uh Demu says, He gave me the power, blah blah blah. And Ham looks at him and is like, What are you doing to my man? He goes, and that's where he turns and gives the famous lines like these are my men. <laughs> like, uh, so what it did to my men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. So, I'm, I I'm lied to like, my army. He's like, you lied to my army. You lied to the army. He's like, no, I lied to my army. Uh, and Cam's not happy with his answer. <laughs> all I think of is everything that was said the last chapter about how he just like, he just, the ego, the ego just gets out of control. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anyway, the um, whole time, the, the whole time I'm reading, all, listening to all this, I'm just like nervous as heck. And I'm like, Cal, 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 what yeah, are you he, doing? Even even Ham asked that. So you think this is about your ego, Ham? Snap because Kelsey shook his head. Sometimes we need to do things we find distasteful, Ham. My ego may be considerable, but this is something else entirely. And Ham sounds like he is like the quintessential well put together well dressed general he's like a guy that takes this seriously he takes military seriously i mean mm-hmm. this guy is on point when it comes to right. handling an army and kel is not there and that's that's fine that mm-hmm. kel has these capabilities but capabilities doesn't mean all of a sudden you can run or be a leader and right. yeah, maybe he has some ideas about how to actually, you know, take everything out, you know, take everything down. But it doesn't mean he's gonna he's a good leader. And I just feel like this is evidence of that. I just right. keep coming back to this whole idea of him being too cavalier. And he just he rushes into these situations headstrong. He doesn't care about sharing um, his ideas. He doesn't care about trying to explain what he's going to do. He's just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do this thing. And uh, hey, watch me now. And you don't know if it's going to be detrimental or not. And I feel like a lot of times it's detrimental. Yeah, he goes out here. Great. He got the Lord Ruler's diary. I'm glad mm-hmm. he got his emo diary. He went and he got some ATM by Lord, you know, a uh, 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 rating adventures spot. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing this stuff and he does get these like little bonuses and benefits. Mm hmm. At what cost? I mean, yeah. Vin got like mortally wounded. Yeah. I mean, then that's real talk. That's she got mortally wounded without Alamancy, she'd be dead. Right. Because yeah. it was mentioned numerous times. And at what cost? And he's just still just going off and doing the same thing. Yeah. And it just keeps coming back to I'm just I, I feel like he's gonna get taken out. So your favorite character's Kelsier. Got it. Uh <laughs> 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 so yeah. this chapter ends with ah ham kelts your thought i wish i could explain everything to you plots behind plots plans beyond plans there's always another secret yeah yeah 
Always another secret. Definitely true. <laughs> Definitely true. Yeah. It's not the first time we heard that quote in this book. Um, yeah. There's always another secret. Mm-hmm. Um, anything from this before we move to the final chapter for tonight? Chapter 22. No, no. Keep on going. Keep All going. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we get to chapter 22 and it starts with Vin reading from the book again. Uh, but this time she's reading about terrorist men. Um, yes. We picked up a group of terrorist pack men uh, going through a difficult mountain passage. Yet these are not ordinary men. The stories are apparently true. The terrorist men have a remarkable ability that they sleep during the night and are quite weak, but during the day they're super strong. Yeah. Um, and, um, and and they mentioned it again, I guess, uh, uh, they mentioned that it's called, um, I think they say it does later, but yeah. Um, the leader of the Pac-Man, his name is Rashik. He is a rather uh, taxi-turn. Nevertheless, uh, Branch is inquisitive. Uh, he's promised... Uh, I has promised to interrogate him in hopes of discovering how exactly this wonder, this wonder strength works. Right. Um, yeah. Interesting. So uh, again, the name comes up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Arashic but yeah, when he sees him at night, they look like they're like half dead. Yeah. Half dead. Like, and then, night, and then the morning time they wake up and they're like, you know, muscular. Yeah. Yep. Like Popeye with the Spanish. And I'm like, okay. But we're we're finally finding out some stuff about these characters because mm-hmm. I have thought I was like this this terrorist these terrorist people I'm like there's something going on and we're finally getting answers I'm like yeah. okay here we go here we go because the earrings thing always was something I kept in the back of my mind mm-hmm. so I was like eh, yeah. earrings interesting because I mean yeah. you have to think about metal in a whole different way than we think about metal in our world oh sure and yeah. the fact that they have multiple earrings and mm-hmm. you know whatever going on and i'm like i just been clocking it the whole time and now sure. it's coming to fruition finally yep. Yep. yeah so yeah um so after she gets done reading this she thinks i need to talk to say it but she she also she also comments on how emo the lord ruler is <laughs> she literally like she's like a a young Alondo. She's like, oh, he's kind of emo. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the large full of her is far more whiny than any god she has a right to be. Yes, yeah, exactly. So whiny. <laughs> like, she, again, oh. it's like the South Park thing. Man, I'm just so, I'm so tortured. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and she, you know, she's in, she's by the gardens, by the fountain. And uh, the air was comfortably moist because of the trees overhead shaded her in the afternoon sun. She's like, being nobility, even fake nobility, has its perks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she hears footfall, and she turns right. around, and it's Spook. Yep. Uh, what uh, are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, w- w- and, w- and what's his name again? L- L- uh, Lester Bornis. Lester Bornis. Jeez, like, one day I'm going to get it straight. Uh, one day. One day I'm going to get it straight. But anyway, he comes in with the uh, what seems like just a mild gesture, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Gives her a handkerchief and yeah, it gives her a little little handkerchief, little hanky, yeah. <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Uh, nothing," and runs away. Right, <laughs> runs like, away. Okay, like cool. I guess I'll take it. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a pink and white plaid, uh, a simple pink and white handkerchief. Yeah. So it's, um, it seems like a, a minor um, gesture until and, you find out later. Yeah, it's like that's a strange boy. She thinks. Um, yeah. And uh, she goes to find Caesar. She wants to talk to Caesar about what she read. Right. Uh, so she goes down, finds him, and she says, hey, I got a couple of questions for you. I was reading through the logbook, and Caesar's like, uh. <laughs> she's like, um, 
She's like, yeah, I, I, I read a lot of it. I suppose, you know, you gave copies to Kellen Breeze, didn't you? And says, of course. He goes, um, you know, however, Master Kelsier has asked every member of the crew to read the pages. Um, it, yeah, that, that's what she's asked. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I have a few questions, you know, part where they reach, you know, the part where they reach Terrace and says, it's like, okay, yeah. And then he says, so tell me more about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, it used to be lush and green, um, but now it's a frozen tundra. Right. It's like, okay, that's cool. But uh, yeah, so tell me more about this power stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and now and we find so it's out. It's like, uh, it's yeah, a whole different secret. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be a secret. You know, I think, you know, we tried for a thousand years now to keep this a secret. And uh-huh. I don't like talking about this. It's like, fine, you know, whatever. And, Finally, he opens up. He's like, I, you know, I should be able to trust you. All right. So, yeah, we store things in metal, like strength. It's not quite like Elamancy. It's a little different. But we can use it to store memories. So we can use it to store strength. And Vin goes, what else can you store? He's like, I'm not willing to tell you my sight. You wear yeah. glasses for like a week. She <laughs> figures it out. She's like, oh, you were wearing glasses. <laughs> I saw you, Urkel. <laughs> yeah. And explained that like the Lord Ruler tried to not only destroy the terrorists, but destroy their religion, destroy everything about terrorists. Right, because of like, all um, these religions that this Joker has memory of, the one he does he not is, is the their terrorist. own. Yeah, yeah, that says a lot. And it's no, called and, what, what's it called? Thera, thera, thera yeah, something like thera, that. Thera, oh my gosh, thera, mm, thera, oh my gosh, I'm. Are you talking about the the art? Yeah, the art that 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 that, that terrorist people can. Perform. Fair Kimmy. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. I'm like, and I love the fact. So, and it's still using the same metals. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate the comment, you know, correcting me, but use the same metals, but it's just in a different way. Yes. And it's a storage mechanism, but it makes all sense. And then, of course, he talks about how he has like metal under his sleeves. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like the, he's like sleeve, um, uh, right. What you call them, joints, uh, uh Braces. band. Uh, yeah, thank you. And, and under his sleeves. And I'm like, okay, this is all coming into play now. Yeah. And it explains why. Cause I've always trying to figure out this whole time I've been reading, I'm like, why is there this fear mm-hmm. of these terrorist people? And I'm like, well, yeah, because they can use metal in a different way. Mm-hmm. And imagine being able to store it up. That's right. got to be dangerous as heck. Right. Because that puts you on a level beyond levels because all these other folks are burning metal. It's like burn, burn, burn. Mm-hmm. These guys are putting metal on because it's not like them earrings disappear. No. Yeah. The earrings stay. <laughs> so that means you just you know, basically absorb it. I think of it as absorption and usage. It's like absorb is absorb, then just use it and just go bananas with it. And I'm like, that's crazy hella dangerous. And then refill it. And then refill it. Yeah, Yeah. just go to sleep. Hey, go to sleep. Just go nighty night and next morning be like decimation. Yep. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah, that's so the that's, Lord Ruler tried to eradicate all this. Uh, tried I to kill all the terrorist men. Yeah. Uh destroy their religion. Also tried to ban metals uh from terrorist men even touching metals or anyone uh, yep. at all touching metals. Only noblemen could. And, and Finn's like, why would noblemen wear metals? It seems kind of dangerous around like alamancers. And it's like, well, whatever the Lord Ruler does, they do. So it's right. always been kind of part of their culture, huh? Uh-huh. 
but you know they weren't able to the world ruler wasn't able to actually ban it completely and eventually mm-hmm. gave up on the genocide and said i don't know why he did i guess uh, maybe because there's a pe- penalty worse than killing us all uh like keep us alive <laughs> right um but and they even talk about the fact that it's like some of the uh the no- nobility would actually put wood on themselves and paint it to look like look metal. metal yeah exactly and i was like that's a smart move that's a, yeah. that's a good move yeah good for yeah. them and then Vin does ask about the handkerchief. Says, yeah, uh, Spook gave me a handkerchief, and I wonder. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and says like, "Oh, well, you know, young men in, in nobility give that to a woman they they wish to court." <laughs> and, yep. And this is when when he says he's too young, like uh-huh. like uh-huh. he's fifteen. And he's like, "Yeah, but aren't you 16? It's like 17. <laughs> 17. I'm seventeen. That's different." And says, uh, yeah, it says, well, you know, perhaps people do like, you know, a life, you know, where you have a family. You know, Master Ham's been away from his wife for months. He goes, Ham's married? He goes, oh, I love this, by the way. Oh, I <laughs> love this whole section. Yes. Like, these people actually have families. I love a backstory. Yeah. Anytime it's like you can tell me the backstory of somebody because yeah. we have just skipped over it like it's mm. nothing. Oh, this whole section right here. This is Brandon Sanderson. This is masterful writing because we have thrown their entire backgrounds away like it was nothing. It's like we just reading these characters and like I'm like, oh, clubs is my favorite, and I like this guy and I like this guy. They have lives, and now we're getting them fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, you talking about this is like almost like stand up slow clap writing for me, <laughs> please, because. Yeah. It's so easy to dismiss all these quote unquote minor characters right. and assume it's like, oh, well, they're just here for the cause. That's a throwaway line that you say when you just think about the protagonist and sure. the antagonist and not think about these people in between. And they've had to give up, you know, time away from their families, the people they love. And here we go, you know, into that, that depth. Love it. Again, chef's kiss. Well yeah. done. Well done. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. So Yeden yeah. and Ham definitely have wives. You know, it's, it's normal for them to keep them separate from their underground activities because they want to keep them safe. Right. And that's why they're not in the picture. Um, yes. And then Finn's like, what about Breeze and Doc He's like, Breeze? Mm. No. <laughs> Breeze, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Breeze is like, look, I'm Breeze. <laughs> There's only one person in Breeze's family. It's this character it's called Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> Good old Breeze. Yeah. And Master Doxin goes, he has never spoken of his romantic life, but uh, he expects something painful in his past. You know, it's not uncommon for a plantation ska. And he's like, wait, Doxin's from a plantation? plantation like, Doxin, sp- like the fancy Doxin all the time, walking around with his, with his doodling cane, you know? And- <laughs> Mind blown. And by the way, in Yeaton, too, uh, Yeaton also has a family. Yeah, Yeaton but, has, yeah. But, but, I mean, Doxin, it's like, we know that Doxin's like the right-hand man of Kel. That's just yeah. that's unequivocal. We know that's the case. And now yeah. we're getting into the depths of this. And who these next passages. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. they're so good. Yeah, well, this is this is writing at its best right here. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. This is uh, indeed uh you know indeed yeah he's from uh, a plantation. Do you ever talk to your friends, mistress? And she's like friends, I have friends. Oh wow. <laughs> like that's yeah. authorization like yeah. He's like, he's like, and then they say thank you and they leave. Um, so she goes to find Doxin immediately because she wants to talk to him. Um, and, and you get to the conversation with Vin. So anything about Says at first? I'm going to freeze over anything we might have skipped because there's a lot of dump there. 
Yeah, there was um, about says it and about Terrace Man. Again, this keepers. chapter, this chapter is so jam-packed. I yeah. feel like we could have made an entire podcast episode about this chapter. It's yeah. that good. Yeah. There's that much good stuff happening in a yeah. short and it's a short, I mean, I wouldn't say short chapter, like yeah, other short. chapters, but relatively short. And Brandon, Brandon Sanderson, he's just like a master of just like Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and elongate some stuff here and there, and you like you know kind of right. lull you into this sense of like subtlety, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh now it's like it's not exposition, it's like I'm gonna hit you with all the stuff you were not even considering, <laughs> backstories, 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 interconnections, and I was like, oh my gosh, this chapter blew me away. I mean, I am so glad that you- it wasn't just two chapters this week and it was three. This was the perfect stopping point because yeah it, it, it was so so good writing incredible it, you haven't even experienced amazing. your first center lunch yet so um, uh, i'll get there eventually yeah so the end of every book they call it the center lunch it's like okay avalanche <laughs> which i mean which I, I always felt that way with the wheel of time books yeah i always felt like you would feel like it was kind of slow yeah, and them last three chapters, chapters just like so much crazy stuff happens, and you're like, yeah. I can't take it. I can't take it. <laughs> so I, I'm not, I'm not surprised if that happens in this book. I'm ready we'll for it. But this has been great. This has been great exposition of information that I appreciate. So yeah, yeah. And so yeah, so gets to talking about Doxin. Um, you know, asking the news about Kelsier, and Doxin says no. Uh, but that's not to be expected. They'll be in the case for a few days, and it'll be a while before we hear back from Kel- from Kel. And then uh, she finally broaches the subject. She's like, "So, what was life like on, pa- on the plantation?" <laughs> she's yep. like, "The plantation, huh? Okay, yeah." Oh man, <laughs> oh man, Dachshund. Like, yeah, Dachshund's like, "Yeah, I grew up on the plantation. Um, you know, we lived in a little community. Um, we weren't allowed to leave without permission, but you know, there's a there's a girl I liked." And, you know, we'd sneak away and the whole crew would cover for us. Um, yeah. Um, but eventually one of the old men took her. And yep. that was that. Oh, man. Is, and it says they all do it. You know, that's what no women do. It's, uh, it's just, actually it's completely normal for no women to take Scott women. You know, why do yep. you think there's brothels everywhere? Why do you think it's this? And and, and she's kind of taking effects. Like, they don't all do it. It's like, honey, they, they this like most of the, their wives don't even consider it cheating. Like, it's just. This is what mm-hmm. Nolan do. Like, and then the obligators are upset if they kept them alive, they have to kill them. Like, so yep. that's what they do. And it's completely part of their society and completely normal. Yep. It's like to, to oh, think that man. they don't do it, like that's being naive. They all do this. And she's like, but I met them. Like I've partied with them. They're not these type of people. And she's like, oh, you're so naive. Finn's <laughs> like, <laughs> eyes slowly opening yeah. to what's been going on. And Brandon Sanderson. I mean, bringing this, the, 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 you know, the equivocation to like slavery, mm-hmm. you know, what happened, you know, even just in our what, real world. Yeah. Again, it's brilliant writing because it's like, there's so much stuff that happens. It's like, you just like brush it off and he brings it all back and through Vin and says, you know, here she is. She's like, you know, been through like her own, you know, mm-hmm. subjugation as a ska. And then, you know, she, had a conversation, you know, last episode we were talking about, you know, where right. she didn't know what, you know, plantation Scott went through. And she was just like, ah, whatever. 
And the thing that was crazy is listening to Dachshund talk about it in almost a pseudo-positive way because it wasn't as bad as other plantations Scott yeah. went through. And it's but you're listening to him talk about it, it's like this is a woman he loved. Yeah. And he was trying to catch up with, and then some nobleman, you know, basically raped her mm-hmm. and then killed her. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the but fact he treated he us pretty well. <laughs> the <laughs> fact he has any positivity is crazy, and that's the way it works. I'm sorry, in this world. And yeah. I'm like, wow, this is again the fact i had this much of an emotional reaction to it i'm like this is writing this is writing right here yeah. um because it just makes you think about a lot of things i mean regardless of whether it's you know something here that happened like contemporarily in america or anywhere else and it just makes you think about the stuff that like people when you're subjugated to something and you have a tendency to equivocate it to be like this is just normalcy yeah but really it's not and i'm like wow this is great writing because yeah. This whole time I've been wondering about Dachshund. I'm like, what's his backstory? Yeah. You know, why is Kel so like aligned with this guy? And why is he so upbeat and kind of quote unquote yeah. chill about everything? Really, this guy has kind of numbed himself. Yeah. Emotionally. Again, yeah, he, even, he even talks about it. Like he says, you know, they talk about the whorehouses and stuff like that. Right, he says, right, you know, right, right. And he says, yeah, yeah, the, you know, the Scott Whorehouses, you know, he said, yeah, Scott workers, not all of them go visit the Whorehouses. He goes, but no women are different then. Yeah. Uh, he says, they're horrible creatures. Why do you yeah. think I com- don't complain when Kelsier kills them? Why do you think we're working to overthrow the government? Yeah. Um, and he's like, you ask some of those pretty boys you dance with how often they see Scott woman. <laughs> Whoa. What a line. <laughs> yeah. What a line. <laughs> They've all Again. done it at one point or another. And Vin yeah. looked down, you know, it's, yeah. The writing, be, though, they that can't that, be redeemed. Lines, Ooh, they, they have hit. to be all be killed. Like these lines <laughs> hit so hard, man. This is uh, again. I give it up to Brandon. I mean, Brandon just kills it on this one. So yeah, yeah. Like, so I mean, such good writing, and I I appreciated everything about yeah, it. And um, and because like, just, or some of them just maybe just complacent and like yeah. you know, and that's what her argument is like. No, and and Doc's like, no, no. It's not that they're even complete. This is their culture. Like, right 100 right. through and through that this is what they do like right like you go ask them they'll probably admit to it freely and just be like laugh about it um right be dismissive just, just like oh it's no it's no like, thing yeah i see people killed all the time oh yeah this girl got killed because yeah. you know there's a possibility she might have had a baby or blah 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 then like, seen that little bit of silk and, and not recognizing the ash all around that's what it is yes uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly thank you alan man you summed it up Right there. So, yeah, but these, again, this chapter, what an ending to three chapters for this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. You talking about, I was just like, I mean, I was floored reading that third chapter. Uh, And again, short chapter, but so much depth to that chapter. Uh, The book has been incredible so far. Um, I've I've enjoyed every, every, every episode easily. Yeah. 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 It ends with uh with Vin doubting Ellen. Has Ellen ever taken Scott Woman? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, now she's like, oh wait, what what has happened in his realm? Yeah, I mean, because it's not like he's like some like lowly kind of like uh-uh. middling noble person. No. I mean, Venture House is pretty substantial, yeah. so you know. But the fact that he is interested, you know, last episode, 
uh, uh, you know, and what's going on on plantations because he was asking her a bunch of questions. Right. And she was like dismissive about it. And you got to wonder, it's like, was it because he doesn't interact with them at all? Or is it was he was trying to find out what her take is on things? We don't know yet. Yeah. We'll find out, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, again, these three chapters, great reading. Great yeah. reading. Loved it. So, yep. Yep. Indeed. All right. Well, fair character. There's so uh, many pick from here. <laughs> wow this this one was jam packed. Yeah. Easily, these, these chapters had a lot of good characters. Uh, I, I would say, I mean, coming to find out that 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 the Dachshund has been through so much, uh, that's an easy pick. Yeah, but I'm I'm still kind of on that Sazed train though too Sazed. because I feel like there's more there. I feel like for all the stuff that Dachshund has been through, I feel like Sazed is going to be like, hold my beer. <laughs> that's just my take on it. So. You know, uh, my favorite in this chapter is Marsh. I love Marsh. Marsh is great. Oh, Marsh is <laughs> mm, Marsh because Marsh, Marsh Marsh says everything that I've been thinking every, <laughs> every step of the way. Oh, He's yeah. like, "Hey, Kel, you're being too cavalier. Hey, Kel, you're getting us in trouble. Hey, Kel, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, me and Marsh are saying the same things." But again, I feel like you know, right now, Sazed is my dude because I feel like, man, that that whatever is behind the scenes there is going to come up and it's going to like blow my mind whole. So yeah, I'm going with him this week. Yeah. What so, about you? What, what, what did you choose? Who did you choose? Adam? I said Marsh. Marsh. Oh, Marsh. I was right. Yeah, Marsh. Yeah, Marsh. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So next week we'll be back and we'll be finishing uh, part three uh, yes. with the last three chapters. Uh, yes. 23, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be finishing that up and then, and then we're pretty close. I mean, we're, we're over halfway done. So we're, we're, this is the, yeah, we're getting close. Absolutely. We're we're getting close to the end spot. We should, we should be finishing up. Well, it'll still be a little bit of time, but, uh, looking forward to it. Um, actually I can tell you when we're, uh, if we don't stop, we'll be finished, uh, first week of August. So, yeah, I was going to say it's going to be like four more weeks or something. Yeah, it's a a few more, but, um, Mm -hmm. I think five more weeks, but yeah, well, okay. we're, We're getting there. Sounds like um, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm, we're doing a, a a big chapter at the end, uh, just because I'm I'm gonna give you all. I'm not gonna make you stop in the middle of the center lunch. Just okay, it's gonna be a big reading, but that's okay. Got it. <laughs> no worries. We'll do it. So yeah, um, and that's uh that's all I got for this week. So how we can be found? Uh, thecosmicreads.com. Uh, go check us out. We have merch now. We have Patreon. So go yeah. support us there. Listen to us. Uh, there's links to that. There's links to Discord as well. So uh, you can join the Discord. It's uh, shared with the Wheel Reads Discord. Um, so we do have a section towards the bottom there. If you scroll down through all the channels, um, uh, there's a whole section on a lot of uh, Sanderson stuff, Cosmere stuff. So go ahead and check it out there. Or, uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. Check out the website. Write reviews. Yes. Tell us yes. how you feel about how things are going. Uh, send us all emails. The all yes. the things. Uh, we, we enjoy it all. So um if you write a review i might read it here on the channel we'll see um uh even if it's a bad one i'll probably read it um because <laughs> I, I like reviews uh and by the way i was I, I came in on the uh on the the uh wheel of fortune joint that was yeah. fun man oh uh, yeah I, I, i'm not a participant by the way i just make sure make that clear i would yeah. have lost easily but yeah. that's been fun so make sure you guys catch up on that is this the finals that's coming up this next week? uh no we have we have two or playoff rounds and then it's the finals so these Got are it. But the, yeah, the three three months of 
three months of finals and then uh, yeah. our, our playoffs and then and then the final. Yeah, so pushing that though, because I again I enjoy just like participating in that. Yeah, I, I don't think fun. I'd win, but it, it's so much fun. That's, I appreciate. Well, it's it all depends on the wheel too. I mean, like we had yeah. like last time we had some people hit bankruptcy. It was just sad. I was, oh I man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the timing! I suppose bankruptcy is so bad. Yeah, they I was were, like, "Oh gosh, I'm crying for you." <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we have a lot of fun with that. We'll be back again next month. I haven't picked a date yet. We're still working on trying to get the contestants and find yeah. a date that works for okay. everyone. And it's always tough, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so we'll figure it out. But yeah, come join us. Check out all the other videos and all the channels. Uh, it's it, on the channel. It's fun. Um, Please, do. yeah. Uh, so that's all I got for tonight. So see you all next time. Stay. Scar, stank. Thank you for listening to the Cosmere Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>